the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, welcome to Firing Lion Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out on our Facebook page, Group. Check that out, Group. Group is important. If you go to Firing Lion Radio Show on Facebook, click the little uh, Join Group button, then you will see all of our posts. If you do not, you'll see about one of every thousandth that we do. So it's very important. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook are trying to do everything they can to shut down Second Amendment groups on their platform. They still want the ad money, but they want to shut down the platform. But if you go to the group, which is free, and click that, you will see all the stuff that we're doing, the new events that we have, uh, the fun times and and the great things, such as uh, speaking with Rex Tibisaurus Rex here from Rex Reviews Defense. Rex, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How about you? Now, Rex may sound like he's out in the bush... He actually is out in the bush. He is doing one, one of his Rex defense courses. Is it Pennsylvania right now? Yeah, I'm in Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. Okay. So Rex is out there in Pennsylvania teaching patriots how to shoot long-range precision rifle, and that's what we're going to talk about this particular show because this is the 4th of July show. All right? It, I know it's Saturday. It's the 1st, but or the 30th, but you know what? And the 4th of July is when you light off Chinese firecrackers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know about this one. I learned about this one as little. Exactly. It's all it's about is making a bunch of uh, um, global warming. <laughs> but the importing off harmless munitions to simulate combat that once occurred. That's something radical yet. Am I radical too far? Well, actually, in California, I don't even think you can get those little smoke pots, those little smoke snakes. I think those are actually illegal. <laughs> we're basically we're in down California to California to release butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm fire sorry, and not fireflies, just butterflies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I want to bring something up though, because in addition to this coming into the Fourth of July weekend, this is also the June thirtieth weekend, which is an ominous weekend in California. Now, Rex, you being out there in free America, have not had to deal with this yet. Although, when you came out here to do your classes, you were horrified of the regulations we live through every day. Um, yeah. So on June 30th, June 30th is the last day to legally register your rifle as an assault weapon. If you have not made any changes on it yet, you can be in defiance of the law. Now, there are things you can do to make things California compliant. You can take apart the gun and separate it. You can do whatever you have to do, but you do not want to be driving over to... Burrow Canyon on Sunday morning 
bright and shiny with your little uh, Smith & Wesson AR-15 that you bought over at uh, wherever you bought it and just wiggling in there with a 30-round magazine and showing up at the range because I'm telling you, not that I know anything about Burl Canyon, but they're going to be looking for test people, right? We had 18 months to get this squared away. You had 18 months to figure out what you were going to do with the law. Yes, it's being challenged in court. Hopefully, we'll have some great news with that. But until oh, then, dear. but until then, you last thing you want to do is be the test case, right? I tell you what, man, I'm still a little confused about that, Philip. I didn't know you have to register your rights. Well, yeah, like uh, you so don't. Uh, do you also have to register the freedom to like talk and stuff like that, free speech? Um, I suppose you do, actually, huh? Actually, you do. That was the that was the uh, union case that just got bounced out of the Supreme Court. But are you kidding me, man? Holy so, mothers! But here's the How about deal: the right to unreasonable searches and seizures. Rex, you, you have to. You, you don't have to register that one, then. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to register them unless you have failed to show up at the voting ballot and let the progressives take over your state. That's what's happened in California. All right. Um, and I harp about it all the time. The Second Amendment crowd are not voting. If we did, Gavin Newsom would not be leading in the polls. But we have too many gun owners in California. But guys give up. They say, oh, I'm just going to move to Arizona. I don't care. Um, I've heard churches say that uh, don't be involved in the system. You know, but here's the thing. <clears throat> Let's say we're on the battlefield. Okay, there's an enemy on one side and us good people on the other. They say we don't want to use the tools of the enemy. Well, I'm going to tell you, if the enemy drops a flamethrower, I'm going to pick it up and use it. <laughs> I, I am not, it don't use the tools of the enemy. How would that work out in World War II if they tried that technique? Exactly. You know, okay, um, uh, I got a Glock 19. He dropped an AK-47. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to do that. Even though I hate them, I'm going to pick it up. It's a better firepower. So, yes, use the tools of the enemy against the enemy. Absolutely. You have to step up on that. But we don't want to go too far down that road. I do have to read this, though. This is from the California Rifle and Pistol Association. They did a webinar on Thursday this week. You can find the entire webinar online at CPRA.org. But um, today, this was as of June 27th. Excuse me. California Rifle Pistol Association attorneys filed a joint stipulation with the Department of Justice to file an amended complaint dismissing a portion of the claims raised by Rupp versus Becerra lawsuit. Stipulations result of California DOJ clarifying their position regarding restraints or registrations for assault weapons lacking the required date and source information. See, when you go to register your assault weapon and they say, well, when did you buy this and who did you buy it from? You don't have to have that... You don't technically have to know that. Maybe you bought it at Hoboken's Gun Club, um, you know, 27 years ago. Whatever it happens to be, you don't know the date you bought it either. Well, none of that has ever been kept. So now they have to, they're asking you for it and nobody has that information. So anyway, um, the 30th is the last day you have to register. If you're going to register your firearm as an assault weapon with California, 30th is the last day you have to do it. Or, I highly recommend you make your firearm California compliant. Um, yeah, they're uglier. I, I think the Thorsten uh, second generation stock is a good fit, but you know they're putting fins on the on the pistol grips. They're <laughs> pinning. It's so ridiculous. They're pinning the. Uh, you're pinning the adjustable stock because you know that that helps. Adjustable stocks help the rate of fire. I don't know if you knew that, Rex. <laughs> I seen it on CNN where the M4 stock apparently. 
springs in and out, and that makes it shoot faster. Exactly, it absorbs the recoil. CNN are they're specialists on that deal, so I, I trust their judgment. The, the, yeah, the adjustable M4 is just one half step down from a bump fire stock. It's yeah. Oh, oh dear! Um, the flash hider, because you know um, you have to take the flash hider off the end of the barrel because that stops the enemy from seeing where the bullets are coming from. Yeah, because that's what a flash hider what, does. Hey, yeah. Hey, so did you ever hear of like illegal laws? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We swim in them. It's our I don't whole, know, man. whole pond I, is I, illegal laws. I took a law class one time when I went to university, and it talked about this deal called like the supreme law the constitution and so like that's the foundation and this stuff is directly violating any one of those bill of rights deals it's actually like not valid it's an illegal law yeah uh, dude we have tons of those maybe i'm simple where i'm coming from but that's just kind of what i heard well, and here's some good news, and I want to just, I always, it's always doom and gloom here talking about firearms in California and voting in California. It's, oh man, uh, there's a reason I drink. Um, but, <laughs> but take a look at what just happened on the Supreme Court. Kennedy is retiring, right? Yep. So we could actually end up with a 6-3 on some things. Working towards a 7-2. Um, we have Ginsburg and, uh, oh, I forget the other one. I mean, Sotomayor and Keegan, they're going to be there forever. They'll be the radical two till the cows come home. But Ginsburg's on the edge, man. She's like the crypt keeper. I, I think she's actually passed away several years ago, but they're doing the weekend at Bernie um, behind the scenes <laughs> just so they don't have to replace her. Um, but, but we could actually have a Supreme Court that that works and and here's why it's important to get out there and vote is our congress people our senators are the ones who approve who's going to be justices and if we don't have enough of them we will never have a conservative court and a conservative court is our only chance to support the constitution and and that or armed rebellion now, the only two choices you have either by the law or outside of the law to enforce what this country should be about now i've we've talked a lot about this particular segment in, in general but what i have rex on for and you can find out more at rexreviews.org and rex defense and also on his his youtube channel which is fantastic you know tibosaurus rex use the common spelling for that <laughs> but what I love about this guy is not only is he educated on firearms, which he is one of the top instructors out there, but as you can hear, he's got a passion for patriotism and what this country is about and his love of freedom. So we've done some events together. We're going to talk a little bit about that, what he's doing right now. But really, the rest of this show, we're going to be doing a history lesson from the Rex defense, the, the dinosaur, the dinosaur Rex, Tibosaurus Rex, um, history lessons about the 4th of July, April 19th, shot heard around the world, all those great things that were founded on the belief that the right to keep and bear arms is a God-given right to you, the American citizen. And Rex will be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. You know, you never get enough of that that movie there. That's Army of Darkness. Anyway, you know, with Bruce Bruce Campbell, you're gonna love that. But you also know that every week on the Firing Line radio show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, and everything afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful and stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Love you long time, Vince. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, attitude, essential to the safe and efficient use of that firearm. For more information about their certified firearm courses, Call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211, or tap the AM590 app. Hey, uh, joining me here, I have Tibosaurus Rex, or Rex Tibor, and... Uh, that's his, his proper name here. He runs Rex Defense. He runs the RX-18 series of classes. We did, uh, I think, two classroom sessions out here in California last year. We did a shooting segment in Northern California earlier this year. If you want to learn about long-range precision shooting, this is the guy to go see. He does classes across the country. Um, find out more at Rex Defense. Is it .com or .org? Which one are yeah, you? Yeah, RexDefense.com. Yep. RexDefense.com. Schedule of classes. Um, you will be entertained. You will be educated. And it's an awesome chance if you have... 
to go out there and do that. Matter of fact, he's teaching from, he's calling in right now as he's teaching a class in Pennsylvania. So this is a guy who's who's in demand and uh, a great athlete. Yeah, we're, we're having fun, Philip, man. We're standing out here in the rain in the forest and uh, just hammering away. Guy calls, guys crawling through the dirt and uh, we're just having a good time. Yeah, you know what? What is it with you and rain? Every time I see a class, I see rain. It rained in California when you were here. People always ask me the effects on external ballistics when it's raining. I prefer to show them. <laughs> oh, is that they never believe me if you tell them. <laughs> I wonder why you kept that, kept the witch doctor with you. It says he does a little rain dance for you just so they could see that. <laughs> yeah, well, you got the power, man. Dude, if you're good enough, I mean, seriously, if you are proficient at high-powered rifle, you shoot between the drops. Yep. <laughs> it's all timing. It's all, it's all ball bearings these days. So you're going to get into that. <laughs> Inside joke, sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Everybody knows that. It's all ball bearings. All right, so let's jump into our ball bearing conversation. April 19th, we always celebrate that here on this show because April 19th was a very interesting day um, many, many moons ago, and that was the shot heard around the world. Why don't you start us with there, just kind of the foundation of Americans and firearms uh, yeah. on this continent. Well, I tell you what, man, like I'm not a history expert by any means, but it's the story that most of us kind of well, are aware between of. Between you and I, of us aren't. actually between you and I, you are, so let's go with that. <laughs> we'll keep it uh, to the colloquial, man. Um, basically, you know, we have the colonies over here. Everyone was just kind of hanging out, trying to enjoy the freedoms, getting away from old school Europe, where the tyrants kind of want to micromanage everybody, uh, act as your all-powerful mommy and your nanny that takes care of you, you know but you have to be absolutely subservient to them as their children. And so people who didn't like that deal came over here, people that could pull up their own pants, tie their own shoes, start their own business, do their thing, they came to the, the, the new world. And uh, as part of the new world, it's a rugged lifestyle um, and a dangerous lifestyle, so they had a culture of being armed, just like England used to have. In the old days, a lot of the people were armed in the Shakespearean days, you know, uh, with swords back then. That's why they developed the polite culture that we see still existing in England today, because and, if you talk sideways to someone, you might have to, you know, fight them with a sword in and, the street. And even before that, I mean, I think it was Edward Longshanks who, who demanded that every able-bodied man own a longbow. Yep, absolutely. Which was the so, long-range you know, weapon of the time. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, you know, it's not just that people are walking around being violent. Uh, people who have their stuff together, who worked hard to get their, you know, their family equipped with uh, property and goods and, and, and getting everything, you know, built up in life. People are building a little kingdom and a little, little spot of land that they have, you know, acquired. And to prevent problems, not to start problems, not to go looking for trouble, but to rather deter bad stuff from happening, they would be well-equipped to defend themselves, just like a cow has horns out in the field. It just wants to eat grass, but it still has those horns, right? Yeah, it does. It's a peaceful animal by nature, but it is not going to let you come and just eat its calf, right? That and so uh, you see the same defense mechanisms in play with us, right, as humans. Uh, classically, with people who have their stuff together, people who work hard for their stuff, they don't want to just let it be stolen, let the families be killed. So typically people in that, uh, in that particular culture of being a self-sufficient human that's adding to value to the community, they're typically historically armed. 
and we're equipped to, to use those arms, right? So let's take a look at this. In today's modern culture, if you are downtown, okay, if when you need a police officer, they're only minutes away. Okay, if you're a colonial yeah. citizen or a rural resident in in America, if you need a police officer, they could be a couple of weeks away. <laughs> yeah. so, Absolutely. And, and as all we they always, do is all they do is walk. Then a crime happened, and maybe try to mop find it the guy who did it. They don't prevent anything from happening unless you, they happen to accidentally be there, which is very rare. Right. You are the first responder. Even then, you are the first responder to evil. And even beyond crime, felt the interesting thing with the New World was that it was kind of, it, it was not the beginning, absolute first case in the age of revolutions. But uh, if you look at that time in history, uh, when the colonies were doing their thing, and the age of revolution started, you had all these people, and they didn't want to be muscled around anymore by the, by the authorities who are taking advantage of them. And it sounds radical if you frame it against today's modern culture, the way that, you know, people have been trained to be docile house pets now, you know, that uh, little princesses I, and snowflakes. I, I take offense at that. You have violated my, my feelings by saying snowflakes. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's hope you don't melt too fast. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, the current was in place, which was a well-equipped armed society. And so the, England didn't like that deal. They didn't like the, the citizens being armed too much, especially when they started kind of questioning the tax brackets or started questioning some of the laws that were being used to take advantage of them financially. Right. And so they sent detachments of military and police to the colonies, you know, from the king to basically put us in the line to subjugate us. And that was... And that's where the... Yep. That was April 19th. They were actually sent, because of the tax revolution, you know, the guys like Samuel Adams, they did the Boston Tea Party, they hucked everything over there, they caused them a lot of, of financial damage, they were, weren't willing to be taxed to death, the Stamp Act happened, they went around that, they were avoiding it. I mean, Boston was actually a unbelievable place in the 1770s. It's It's a communist cesspool now, but it was a great place in the 1770s. All yeah. the revolutionary heads were there. And and so they had all the arms, because black powder, as we both know, um, isn't the most stable of things, especially the 1700 era of black powder. So you would store large quantities of it away from town. Because if it goes mm. off in a fire, remember, they don't have modern firefighting techniques. So, you know, 20 pounds of black powder goes off. You have a whole mess on your hand. So it was <laughs> it was stored away um, because of its volatile nature at that time and in these armories. And so on April 19th, the call came out to go to those armories, confiscate all the firearms, all the black powder, and basically disarm the citizens of Boston. Yeah, and that's back in the day when the citizens actually had artillery, too. They're going specifically, one of the threats they had would be cannons. And uh, so they're going there to take the firearms and the cannons away so that they could, you know, not really protect themselves uh, for what was coming next, apparently. And uh, the people didn't want that to happen. So this country was born on the fact that people did not want their arms to be seized, and they fought back. Now, it's a radical statement, but that's actually history. It it's you know what it's amazing history because if you look at the small amount of people 
who stood up. And we'll talk about that in the next couple of sessions. Uh, that stood up and did the right thing. I mean, I, I was in Boston last year for my first trip. I'm going back again in a couple of weeks, and it's amazing to me when you read the history of what these guys did on a blockaded little island. How they lived, how they fought, how they hid. Um, amazing patriots. I mean, you, Sam Adams. We think of him as a beer, right? Samuel Adams was an amazing guy. And, um, you know, I, I like him better than John Adams because he's more radical, so we get along better. <laughs> but, but he's been demoted to just being a brewer and a beer, but this was a guy who really was a mover and shaker at that particular time. John Hancock, same thing. We think of him as financial services. Hey, John mm-hmm. Hancock, he put his money where his mouth was in the 1700s, and it's amazing what these guys put together. So, hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show with... Tibosaurus Rex here. This is the 4th of July show. We're getting your history done right. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! That's right, folks. It's Moulin Labe, 4th of July, Saturday here. Uh, it's not the 4th, I get that, but this is the show before the 4th, so bear with me on that. I'm going to take a little bit of liberal license here because that's the only time I am liberal. Hey, <laughs> joining me, I have, uh, I have uh, Rex, uh, Rex Defense, Tibosaurus Rex. Uh, he's a man of many names. Those of you who have been to his RX-18 class know him, love him. On the YouTube channels, look up Sniper 101. He has 101 free videos about long-range precision shooting. Doesn't mean you're a sniper, but it's great background information. Everything from Everything from things you don't want to know about to things you do want to know about. How's that? A to Z. Uh, we're talking here, and I have him on the line, not only because of his expertise in firearms and shooting and because he's a friend. Uh, we've grown to be a friend the last couple of years. But because of his patriotic stance and his knowledge for all things all things awesome. How's that? Uh, we'll give you the, that title. Knowledge of you're the keeper of all awesome knowledge. Rex. <laughs> and the finder of lost tokens of old, Philip. Oh, I. So on the last segment, we just talked about the shot heard around the world, April 19th, I think it was 1774, um, when that happened. It was a precursor to the Civil War. It started things, ramped them up very, very quickly at that point in time. And uh, what happened after that? We're, we're celebrating the Declaration of Independence when the 13 little colonies, and frankly, there's a mistake there, okay, Connecticut, Rhode Island, you should not be states. You should not get senators. But 
I digress. You know, the Declaration of Independence, man, is an incredible document. And people just know it exists. But I would strongly recommend to get the actual text of that and to read it one time. Because it's actually, if you would like, if I would narrate an, or narrate a nice, you know, articulated, like, reading of the Declaration of Independence on my YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. That video actually would be shut down. It's way too radical for television. <laughs> too radical for the internet. You put it on Facebook. I mean, it's, it's, if you read it, it's, it's an incredible, incredible document. But uh, it's just, uh, it's eerie. A lot of the similarities that you hear being described in there, too, with the situation there, they had grievances with the king with, right? Right. And they, they tried so many times in peaceful ways to, you know, and trying to reach out and, hey, man, let's work together on this deal. Let's get this deal squared away. Can, can you work with us a little bit? And uh, they were getting the, they're getting the, the silent treatment, basically. Or they're getting the straight-up no, and then they send the, the military over to kind of uh, do the uh, authoritative intimidation-style tactics, and uh, they didn't go for that deal. And eventually, it just came to a breaking point, and through all the list of atrocities they suffered over those few years trying to reach out and in, in establish peace, they actually ended up uh, going to war, after, especially after Lexington and Concord happened. Man. It's very interesting, though, if you read that, that document, I think that's something we should all have at least read as adults once. I don't think grade school kids get it when they teach it because it's pretty heavy stuff. But right. once you start to own stuff, once you start to work for things, once you start to become more mature, you read it, and it's, it's uh, very, very powerful. You know, the interesting thing, you speak about talking truth, speaking truth to power. The king, okay? Now, England had been a country at that point for almost a thousand years. So, a king ruled by divine right, right? It was believed that he was given his power by God and his word was well, law. Well, at least believed by him. <laughs> well, believe, him in the military. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that was their belief system that came down, and that's what why it was enforced so fully. I mean, you look at some of the terrible things that kings did throughout the Middle Ages, uh, the torture rooms and so forth, Tower of London. I mean, it's not exactly a great time, um, but their their words were carried out to a T because of the force of, of death, um, the ability of life and death over that. So to go against somebody who your entire life has had that power over you, Think about that. I mean, just just speak to that for a second here. I mean, you talk about unbelievable odds. You have the mightiest, well, could be arguable between France and England, but one of the two mightiest militaries on earth, and you're a bunch of ragtag little guys with muskets. That That's an amazing thing to stand up against that. Yeah, definitely. And it's a... Uh if you look at the culture, like we said, and not only of just the re- what happened after the revolution, I mean, if you look at the context of the situation when they created, you know, the document that really just acknowledged their rights, it didn't create a rights, uh, the, the right to speak and the right to have your own religion and the, the right not to be messed with and the right not to have your weapons taken away, all those things well, that, were not given to us by a piece of paper that they wrote down. Those are all inherent that they acknowledged 
exist automatically just by nature and by God. Yeah, now, but see, the Bill of Rights was added with the Declaration of, uh, I'm sorry, the, with the Constitution, 1789, or anyway, down the road is when it, when it was corrected and sent out. But this yeah. is the Declaration of Independence, where they stood up and just said, you know what, enough of this. And it was yeah. the foundation that our rights are given to us by God, our Creator. Yeah. And yeah, and those those rights are eternal. They didn't exist starting in 1779 or 1776 or 1781 or whatever, right? Right. They started, like, since God created mankind. And so it's a situation that they were just simply exercising by nature. I mean, no critter wants to just be stepped on and poked with a stick. It's eventually going to get angry and bite, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Do you have personal experience with that? You've been... <laughs> being poked with a stick. Are you, are you been playing with bunny rabbits in the garden here, Peter Rabbit? Oh, finally, dear. he bitches. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Everything has a defensive mechanism because your life is precious. That's all you have is your life. Everything has a defensive mechanism and pushed to the edge eventually. Unless you're a snowflake, you will fight back. Snowflake yeah. will just curl up. You know, I mean, I have to thank God I wasn't born in that generation, man. You'd probably just look at life and end up on your side, naked, curled in the fetal position with a pull string doll that goes, Mama, Mama. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I guess, I guess the main point of what I'm kind of uh, beating around the bush at is when you consider the context of the day, which was later articulated in the Bill of Rights, uh, that was all, you know, coming after what happened during the, the revolution, which is just trying to preserve and limit the power of the newly formed government. So that what happened, you know, that that we celebrate in July Fourth about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff that went down is not it is it's you know we prevent that from happening again. And so these the right to bear arms is like I mean, if you think about the firecrackers, right, on the Fourth of July, what does that not in this what state? What does that represent? Not not right? in this state, man. <laughs> we can't even have simulated firearms. That's that's too much. Yeah. But it's simulating gunfire of a revolution now. Right. And pretty much that's, I mean, you got the rockets. I mean, if you listen to the Star Spangled Banner, that's what we're talking about. It was people that actually had to stand up for themselves and and rebel and resist tyranny. And that's just, that's just a history, man. And uh, so that's why they preserve those rights in those documents, but it's not even preserving the rights, it's limiting the powers of government. And so it answers the question so many people ask, well, what would you need that kind of weapon for, right? It has no, no purpose. It actually does have a purpose. It's a fighting purpose. The rifle is designed for fighting. That's what it is. It's a fighting rifle, right? The purpose of it is to deter tyranny and to deter bad guys. Not just crime from thugs on the street, but crime from thugs wearing suits, crime from thugs wearing maybe who knows, right? And so it's the ultimate form of crime is when it's organized at the point at the highest levels and is using the full power of everyone's uh, agreement to have a government and they, they misuse that power to subjugate people and make themselves the winners and subjugate all the little guys. And so that's why specifically they have that deal. It has nothing to do with deer hunting. It has nothing to do with target shooting. All those arguments are erroneous. When gun owners start talking the language of trying to make excuses why, let's use the AR-15 as an example. Well, oh, no, it's a target shooting rifle. Oh, no, it's a great hunting rifle. 
those are all retrofits of that system. That is a fighting rifle. It was designed as a weapon of war. But that's the point, Philip. It is supposed to be a weapon of war, and that's why the Second Amendment was made to limit government's powers. You know, the security of a free state can be preserved by people being armed and having keeps keeping and bearing arms, right? Exactly. Keeping arms is to have an arsenal of them stashed away, you know, in Lexington and Concord. We, we prefer collection. We prefer collection. <laughs> you can have a, a, a collection of not yes. an arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everyone knows what an arms keep is. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. And but, bearing arms is to have that on you, on your person. And so here's where, is here's where it comes down to. When somebody says, you don't need a rifle like that, say, actually, I don't need a legislator like you. That's the important <laughs> distinction we need to make. Because these, it, we wouldn't need arms like that if we didn't have progressive, offensive people in our government. And that's where we need to, to reset that. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show with Rex Defense will be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, you're being entertained by Rex and hopefully educated, too. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on Instagram at, strangely enough, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, check us out on Facebook and join our group because you want to be involved when we have things like, oh, I don't know, when Rex comes to town, you actually going to want to know about that, get involved, get into his classes, learn about long-range precision shooting, um, get yourself a great freedom stick. I think that those are uh, important. We're celebrating the 4th of July um, ownership of freedom sticks this year. Uh, is that correct, Rex? Mm. Yeah, the freedom stick. They, you get them by the bushel. And <laughs> a bushel. I'll have a bushel of ARs, please. I'll have a bushel of freedom sticks. Um, assorted colors and sizes are fine. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I know. You always make me hey, silly. Did I ever tell you what I actually do on the 4th of July, Philip? What my family tradition is? I imagine it's uh, it, it uh, adds to the global warming complex. <laughs> The global loudening conflict, yeah. Uh, I, I daisy chain all my guitar amps together, like I plug them all into each other. And remember, I'm Back to the Future. I talk about this, Philip, already. No, no. You didn't like Jimi Hendrix. Story, uh, uh, remember Back to the Future Part 1 when Marty plugs in the amp and he starts turning up the knobs yep, and it's yep. just like the house starts shaking and buzzing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. 
and actually set it outside in the backyard. I have to put on the earmuffs because it's actually so loud, even with the 25-foot cord facing away from the amp. It's so loud it hurts. And uh, I whip out the old Star Spangled Banner, man. And uh, it is heard, I think, one time 10 miles away. If you get it acoustically right with the inside the hills, inside the, you know, if you get the topography correct, you can blast. You can blast the neighborhood. So you blast this thing. It's funny because all the fireworks stop, man. They, like, just quit for a while. And then it's it's the, I don't know if it's the Hendrix style that has a little too much heroin flavor to it. It's mine's a little more articulate. But uh, it was uh, it's still pretty fun, man. And uh, afterwards, then they have the grand finale of fireworks. Everyone's just roaring. It's it's a rush every every year, man. They do that. That's that's funny. Um, yeah. So you can hear it ten miles away. So uh, your closest two neighbors can actually hear you. <laughs> I used to live over in the mountains, man. And I'll tell you what, it would just echo like unbelievable. That's awesome. And of course, you got a fire fire on there a little bit too. <laughs> Well, where you live, you know, in San Bernardino out here, these people shoot in the air. It's, it's like like ISIS or something like that. And, you know, who knows? The bullet's going to fall down somewhere. I don't care. But someone's going to get hit or the top of your car. It's, it's silliness. Obviously, do not shoot in the air. Um, <laughs> crying out loud. Oh, man. Um, hey, folks, we're talking about the uh, the reason for the season, if you will, the Declaration of Independence, which is why we're celebrating and why we're in the freest, bestest country in the world. You know, celebrate removal of tyranny. Well, we just went through eight years of crud with that last administration. <laughs> And um, it was feeling very oppressive, very tyrannical, and I'm so happy with what's going on right now in Washington. I can't, you know, I can't believe it. We're actually winning things, and that's just a, an amazing feeling to have. But the responsibility of the government, Trump can't do it all, obviously. I mean, look at the lame senators we have. Um, he can't do it all, even no matter whatever he's trying, but it's not up to him. It's up to us. Your first duty as a citizen is to be involved in the government. And unless you want it's to go... It's the ultimate th- form of celebration of the fourth, uh, of the July 4th. Yep. Is to boldly, uh, you know, exclaim the rebellion against people doing the wrong thing with the people, arming yourself, having your stuff together, and having the kahunas to stand up against bad guys, even if that means they might be the powers at the time. And uh, I think that that's the ultimate form of hardcore rock and roll rebellion that the founding fathers did. That's actually what is celebrated at the 4th of July. That's why there's fireworks. We've lost touch with that, but uh, that's, I agree now. So so the original 4th of July fireworks, they didn't just go, ooh, ah, the original, that's my favorite. original, original <laughs> 4th of July fireworks was like firepower works. A lot of guys... Grape shot. Yeah, it's grape shot overhead and away you go. Yeah, Yeah. it it was uh, amazing. It was battles. It was wars. And and that's what we're celebrating on there. Even though now, like you said, our our big rockets come from China and you can make funny patterns and smiley faces and, you know, do an airplane flyover. But what we're celebrating there was the few standing up against the mighty and the many. And doing the right yep. thing, because that's what they were called to do. And you have, just like you said, you have that ability now. It's your responsibility as an American to make sure that you get everybody you can involved in voting. We have to keep the freedoms we have now. California's that's a test where the case. Primary, that's where the primary fight is, man. Um, if, the, if the colonies would have been able to successfully do that, 
uh, they might have invaded the conflict part, and that's always the most positive outcome, is to just be active with the First Amendment, which is your primary weapon system. It's talking and using logic. Unfortunately, they're trying to ban that, too. They already have shadow banned people on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. It's, it's ridiculous. They're editing the school books, yep. changing history. Uh, they're making it illegal to be, you know, uh, to say something that might offend something. But I think that being offended is one of the greatest things that can happen to a person in the learning experience in life and learning to deal with people positively. Otherwise, you turn it into a nutcase, you can have a conversation, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, and, and actually, that's one of my things, one of my callings in life is to be the offender. So I'm helping them <laughs> cope with their inadequacies by showing yeah. them what it feels like to be offended. I mean, I'm, I'm good at it. I mean, some of us are, you know, you're good at teaching. Me, I just have a sarcastic streak that leaves people crying. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I love know, it. I, th- I think it's fun. But hey, what the heck? I'm not the one curled up in the fetal position, pulling pull string doll that goes, Mama. <laughs> So we're moving on. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. So here we are, buddy. Here we are in 2018. We are coming up on our midterm elections. And you know, I mean, I hate to keep bringing politics into this, folks, but politics is the fight because this is where we can stop things before you find yourself on Boot Hill looking down a cannon. You know, the last thing you want is a, a Cobra attack helicopter outside your little uh, one acre lot in the middle of the desert. It ain't going to go good. We have to. Well, I'll tell you what, man. All these guys who talk tough, and there's a lot of these guys and guys who take off their shirts and and flex their muscles and and uh, you know strut around like a rooster and act all tough. You say, oh, you know, we'll just take them out with the guns if that happens. If they're too scared to vote, if they're too scared to voice their opinion or put a sign in the yard or or get out there into the bar and not care what anyone thinks and let them know what you're thinking and stand up for your value system, then. You're basically what? And there's no way you're ever going to kinetically defend yourself either. That's just all talk, man. Empty can rattles the most. I encourage people to actually demonstrate their quality and their value by participating in the first phases of the of the fight, the beats of Normandy of this whole deal, which is to speak freely, without apology, share your ideas, share your culture, affect a positive outcome for liberty. Amen, brother. And and that's exactly right. We talk about it all the time. I see guys with a 3% sticker on the back of their truck. Hey, registered to vote. No, I don't believe in that. Oh, are you serious? I just just I just want to cry. Just, okay, that's it. But you've got to stand up and it's easy. Voting is easy. Voting is free. Voting is the first step. We need to stop people. Like we have a congressional race here in Southern California locally, uh Sean Flynn versus Pete or who is known as Pistolus Pete Aguilar. Um he, I mean, this guy joined the uh, Bloomberg Mayors Against Guns. He signed the Occupy Wall Street resolution. He's a radical leftist, and people think he's he's okay because he does beer commercials, but or, or his fundraisers are at, are at the beer place. But this guy has to be stopped. And how do you do that? You have to have more people show up against him than are for him, and that's free. But it involves showing up. And it's amazing to me the uh, complacency that's built into people around the TV culture and around their telephones and um, by the iPhones. They're not called telephones anymore. Uh, but they're, they're so focused on their daily media fix of just what they're doing that you don't look up. And um, that's, that's really where we need to be, man. People need to unplug, you know, call your cable company, say, sorry, we're out. Unplug the garbage and plug in the good stuff, baby. You got it. So what's your schedule here? What do you have coming up here, Rex? Oh, man, we got all kinds of stuff. If you go on RexDefense.com, we have a list of all our currently scheduled classes. We got some stuff coming up in 
uh, Florida pretty soon. A seminar out there. We got a, a, a DMR class scheduled now in Texas for those guys that want to learn how to run like a designated marksman style rifle. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. We got all kinds of stuff. We've been looking at Vegas. You and me have been talking about that. We need to yep. organize that, man. All right. So what we're going to look at probably uh, later fall. We're going to look at doing a course in Vegas. So what we'll do, instead of like we did at Bass Pro Shops out here, which is great, and then the shooting weekend was, was out there in uh, Avenal, which is fine, but it's out in Avenal, do it in Vegas. We'll have uh, we'll get a classroom set up out there, and then we'll do shoot the same weekend. So it'll be more of a condensed version, right? Get, get yeah, a guy and I out don't there. have to strip naked to cross the border into California. I can actually, you know, <laughs> still keep my endowments. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, no, absolutely. Vegas is a, is a great spot to meet up. It's actually cheap to get to. I think it'll be a, exactly air flight cheaper. So and you can bring the wife along and hang out with her at night and go to the shows or whatever. And then during the day, you know, she's doing her shopping or whatever. You're doing uh, your. You can go out. And you can do your your uh, Patriot Studies 101. Awesome, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show with my good friend Rex Tibor. Find out more at rexdefense.com. Get involved. You'll hear more about this class coming up. Rex, you have a great fourth. Rock and roll. God buddy. bless you, my friend. Bye bye. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.